Why do we do mission? Why, why do we continue to, to give up weeks of vacation, to give up our own money, uh, to travel down there uh, with, with risks that you take in going down there and, and doing travel? Why do we do it? Uh, and, and so I'm going to keep it real simple. I know that we don't have uh, much time. Um, you know, all of y'all are sitting there looking at your watches going, well, what, what's he going to do? Because we only got five minutes. But I'll, I'll respect your lunch wishes uh, as best I can, but we will go through it quick. And I will keep it very simple. But open your Bibles to Matthew 28. Uh, and it is a very common verse to use in, in why we do things at the church and, and why we go on missions. Uh, but I, wanna, I want to address it from the context of why Ivy Creek goes on missions. And so in Matthew 28, verses, uh, starting in verse 18, it says, And Jesus came and said to them, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you, and behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. So, uh, let's pray. Uh, Father God, we do thank you for uh, this opportunity to dive into your word, the opportunity that we had a few weeks ago to go to Guatemala and see your work that is being done now, down there and to be a part uh, of the places that you are working down there. Um, Father, I ask that you be with me uh, during this short time. May I bring glory to your name as we search in your scripture. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. All right, so for those that have a short attention span, I'm going to give it to you all at the beginning. Here's a simple answer of why we do missions. Because God told us to. God told us to do them. Matthew tells us right there in his book, as he's writing down the accounts of Jesus and his time with Jesus, the last thing that Jesus says before he ascends into heaven is to do what? To go to go and make disciples, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Now, this is not a suggestion. This is not a guideline. This is, hey, if you feel like it, will you, as y'all are going along, will you happen to, to share the gospel with people? Will you happen to go make and, and make disciples? No, this is a command. This is exactly, uh, this is a command that he gives, but this is the last thing he says to his disciples. He knows that this is the last time that he's going to see them face to face before he comes back. And what does he choose to tell them? To go. To go and to make disciples. Um, But who is sending them? Under whose authority are they going to to be going out amongst the people? Is it Rome? Is it the church? Is it the synagogue? Is it the religious leaders of the day? Are they telling him to, them to go out? Is that the authority that they're going under? If you're familiar with the story at all, absolutely not. That's the last thing they wanted. No, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to him. And now he is passing that authority on to his disciples. And so this is not some flippant authority of some king or some kingdom that's there, uh, some earthly kingdom. This is the authority from all of heaven and all of earth. This is the authority of the most powerful authority in all of existence. This authority is from the one true God that sacrificed His one and only Son 
so that we can have eternal life. This is the authority that Jesus is sending out these disciples to make disciples. And what a lot of us do not realize is that same, same authority is what we have available to us today. You don't read in between the lines there and Jesus saying, hey, all authority under heaven and on earth has been giving, given to me, but go ahead and do it now because right now this is when it's most powerful when I'm giving it to you. He doesn't say as more people become disciples, the authority dilutes itself a little bit. So in 2021, you're not going to have as much authority. They're not going to have as much authority as you have right now. That's not what Jesus says. This authority is the same authority that was available 2,000 years ago is available to us today. I am with you always, even unto the end of the age. It's that same authority. So what does this mean for Ivy Creek Baptist Church? We as believers, as followers of Christ, are to go and make disciples as individuals. So yes, sure, as a church made up of Christ followers, we as a church, our mission is to go out and make disciples as a church. What does it mean for you as a believer and as a member of Ivy Creek Baptist Church to be a part of missions? Where do you stand in your missions? What about you? Are you going? John Piper once said, you have three options when it comes to missions. You can either go, you can send, or you can disobey. Because Christ has called all of us, has told all of us, has commanded all of us to go and make disciples. You can either go, You can send people to go, or you can disobey the Word of God. And I think, in my observation, that a lot of us spend a lot of time in the the either sending or the disobeying, and we miss out on the going. To carry out the mission of Ivy Creek Baptist Church, to make sure that we all know about Jesus to the ends of the earth, we need your help. You may be sitting there thinking, but but Dave, I just, I don't know where to start. Fortunately, somebody really smart gives you a place to start. Our sermon notes each and every week are put in this bulletin, and it's usually fill in the blank. Sorry, I spelled it out a little bit more for you. But these sermon notes are giving you hooks so that you can remember through the week what the pastor talks about so that you can apply it to your lives. This is the application of the sermon today. These are places that you can plug in right now and do the call that God has called you to do, to go and make disciples. And I get it. You know, our, our goal, our purpose, our desire is to have each and every one of you go on one of these trips with us. 
We would love for you to go to Kenya. We would love for you to go to Guatemala. We would love for you to go to Maine when when all the details of that one come about. But we also understand that not everybody can go. You just physically can't go. Well, there are some opportunities on that bulletin that you can go to the ends of the earth and you never have to leave your living room. There are some ministries through Mission Georgia, which is part of our Georgia Baptist Mission Board, where because of technology and Zoom, you can read with a child on the other side of the world, and you never have to leave your living room. How cool is that? How neat is it that God is putting you in in touch with the rest of the world because of the technology that we have available. Two years ago, none of y'all would have thought of even using Zoom, had not heard of Zoom, and didn't know what Zoom was. Now you can use technology for the glory of God and pour into the life of a child somewhere else. In wrapping things up today, We can talk missions all day. We can send small groups and then they can come back and they can share about the really cool things that God did while we were gone, while they were gone. We can clap and celebrate, which we absolutely should. We should always celebrate when God does wonderful things and God does things through the lives of people in our church. But do you want to know when missions becomes real? It's when you're there, when you can look into the eyes of a child and an adult and see their life changed because of the divine appointment that you accepted to go and be a part of mission. God, through his grace and mercy, is working in the life of this child or this adult. And God is also on this end working in your life to get you to go on this trip to go and be a part of his work in this world. And you have a divine appointment together. And you share the love of Jesus Christ with that person and the hope with that person. And their life has changed. It's not like all of a sudden they're going to have riches and everything comes to them and life is going to be great. No. But you have been part of the conduit that takes this person from death into life. And they will forever be a part of the family of God. And in the end of the age, we will all be together with Jesus, worshiping his name. So as we close today, I beg you to go. Go to Kenya. Go to Guatemala. Go to Maine. Go to Buford. The authority of all of heaven and all of earth has been given to you. Go.
Oh, go and make disciples. Baptize them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Let's pray. Father God, I do thank you. I thank you for the opportunity to be your hands and your feet in Guatemala. But Father, there are more hands and feet in this room. And for those of us that follow you, those of us that claim to be a follower of you, you have called us to go and make disciples. And so I ask you that you speak to the heart of every single person in this room. That you will work, that you will pierce their hearts. That they will be restless until they know that every person knows who you are. That every person has an opportunity to either accept or deny you. And Father, we know that work is not on us. We know that you are the one that does the saving, but Lord, we ask that you, you give us that desire to go and make disciples. Jesus, we love you. We ask that you be with us during this time as we come before you. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.